MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Happy holidays, people. VEASAN, the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl and the Big Dance. Sign up today. You get $20 to buy hats, shirts, mugs, and other gear. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the plays made by every host and guest. Betting splits, deep dive betting reports, through the madness. Limited time offer, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Every single Thursday at this time, former NFL wide receiver, current host here on VSIN. He gives us the uh, former player perspective. Mike Pritchard joins the program. Now, your former team's in action tonight. You played the, the Hawks for a little while uh, during your nine year stint in the NFL. Well, what do you think of this game tonight? Is it still too early, maybe a little bit with the unknown of Brock Purdy? But if he does play, what do you expect from him now in his third game? And the Seahawks have a couple of spots here to look at with film of, of, of this dude. Yeah, you know what, Mitch and Polly, great to be with you this morning. I mean, I think um, it's one of those divisional games on a Thursday night. I mean, first of all, you got to put that in your mind and your in your thought process. Uh, earlier in the week, I, I like the three and a half to plus three and a half that you can get uh, with the Hawks at, uh, at home uh, in that situation. So uh, even with Purdy uh, and the injury, you know, at this time of year, everybody's got something, right? Uh, and I'm just looking for consistency uh, from Purdy uh, and the fact that Kyle Shanahan is still going to protect him. Kyle Shanahan is still going to use utilize all the weapons that are out there as if Jimmy Garoppolo was still out there. 
uh, and then really lay, lean on that defense. I mean, that to me, that was the game plan all year long, even if Trey Lance uh, would have been a starter. So the 49ers are not going to change. They're going to still stick with what their plan is, has been all year long, and that's lean on that defense to really set up that offense and then let that offense be creative with personnel and formations out there. So uh, I expect Purdy, if he goes, you know, and certainly to be consistent, to help out the playmakers on the field out there offensively for the 49ers. You know, we, we all got, you know, uh, caught up in what he did overall with the numbers right. and the impressive win last week. He did make a couple of mistakes and he was bailed out by penalties and oh, yeah. other other things. So in terms of player props tonight, um, I think you're the perfect guy to talk to. There's no mm-hmm. Debo Samuel. He's out right. as the ankle. They kind of got lucky there. A little fortunate with that news. I thought that was going to be a knee and he was going to be out for a long time. Not the case. But you take him away from this game plan and the team tonight against the Seahawks a team that cannot slow down the run. So then who goes off tonight then for the 49ers? Assuming that McCaffrey has a good game, do they just give him the ball more and does he catch more passes? Or is it going to be Ayuk tonight? Is it going to be Kittle? Does somebody like Jennings step up? How do you think that's going to go for the Niners? Yeah, it's a great question because I think if you look at the game plan last week against Tampa, you know, Todd Bowles and that Tampa Bay defense, they want to do a lot of disguising. uh, And then they also want to try to rush you with their front. Uh, and then perhaps confuse you on the back end with some some different coverages or, or like I mentioned, disguises. Well, Kyle Shanahan exposed that. I mean, the formations with Christian McCaffrey out as a wide receiver, you had to play him one-on-one. Uh, the different formations and personnels created the looks for Purdy to understand uh, certainly what that defense was going to look like. In other words, they, Kyle Shanahan helped Purdy uh, to diagnose everything that uh, Todd Bowles wanted to do defensively. On the other side, with Pete Carroll now, who is highly familiar with this offense and this scheme, he's going to play at vanilla. I mean, I think uh, Purdy's going to have to be disciplined. He's going to have to go through progression if he's throwing the football. And I don't think Kyle can hide uh, personnel like he did last week. So I I think they're going to get to more play action stuff, to be honest with you, Mitch. I think they're going to try to do some boots. Uh, I think they're going to try to move the pocket. So Kittle comes into play, Juszczyk comes into play, certainly Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you got to look at him for prop situations. But not to be able to use um, Debo as a halfback, that's a big miss. Ayuk, I, I think from a procession type of receiver standpoint, uh, I, I think that's what his role is going to be. Uh, not a game breaker or, or a playmaker. Maybe at times if the opportunity presents itself, but not like last week. I, I think it's going to be completely, totally different uh, game plan. So look at interior. Uh, of that offense. I like check certainly his prop situations, if you can find some good ones. Uh, and then certainly um, George Kittle, uh, along with Christian. Christian's always in play uh, with this 49ers offense. Who do you trust the most in the NFC after Philadelphia? That's a great question. I mean, we have so many backup quarterbacks in the NFC. Half the teams, I mean, I'm throwing in Daniel Jones, the backup quality, the way he's playing. Uh, half the teams in the NFC have backup quarterbacks going right now. And uh, it's tough. I, I mean, you can't trust the Vikings, uh, even though I want to. I, mean, I love Justin Jefferson and what he presents. Uh, the 49ers, I, you know, the 49ers, I, I, I have them going to the Super Bowl. I did that in our uh, NFL betting guide. Uh, I had them going up against Buffalo in the Super Bowl, even uh, with the injuries and everything. So I, I trust Kyle that way. Lower on the list, I can't really trust the lack of discipline with the Cowboys. Um, I tell you what, the Lions are surging. Yeah, you know, if they find a way to get into the playoffs, uh, they're playing better than anybody. I identified them a couple of weeks ago, about three teams I thought 
uh, as dogs were really, really solid. And that was the Lions, the Bengals, uh, and the Raiders. Not the Raiders have fallen off, obviously, but certainly the Bengals uh, and the Lions. So in the NFC, uh, there you go. Uh, do, do you guys believe in this Packers opportunity to get to the playoffs, or are you kind of just discounting that? Well, they need so much to happen. I think they have to win yeah. out, do they not? And they yes. need some breaks along the way as well, because the, the Giants and the, the Commanders each have the tiebreaker over the Packers. So right. it's gonna it's a yeah. total uphill battle. By the way, your point on the Lions, I would actually have them in the top four teams in the NFC right now. To me, they're, yeah. they're better than the Vikings. They're better than the mm-hmm. Buccaneers. And forget about the other teams from the NFC East, not named the Cowboys or the Eagles. Right, right, man, fellas, they're, they're only giving up about twenty points a game. I was clowning uh, Anthony, uh, excuse me, Aaron Glenn earlier on in the yeah. year because of how how many chances he was he was taking. The, but they're playing complimentary football, and Derek Goff. I mean, the guy has found another level. Uh, but Jamison Williams, I was waiting for him uh, to see what type of impact he could make. When they traded TJ Hawkinson away, and I was like, they traded that guy away? I mean, that, that was telling me something that they felt pretty good about in that building. They're running, they're, they love to run the football, they love to be physical. Uh, and, and certainly they're one of those hot teams out there in the league right now. Pritch, Paulie is uh, in a blackjack tournament downtown okay. starting tonight, it starts late tonight. Mm-hmm. And long story short, if he wins this tournament, he's going to get a $20,000 free roll on a Super Bowl future. Oh. So the top 12 people that finish are actually going to get a free roll from Derek Stevens, right? It has to be placed mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl future. That's the prize. Okay. Let's say for a second here he wins the Blackjack tournament, right? He gets that $20,000 free roll. What team should he put it on? Like who is, right now, who is going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. Um it's twenty grand. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh, that's a good one, Polly. Would, would you go? I have the, you'd have the first pick then. Yeah, with the yeah, first pick yeah. overall draft. draft. Would you go a little chalky with the Eagles because they're probably going to get the home field in the NFC? Yeah, I mean, okay. So I've been high on the Bills all year, but I, I mean, it's twenty grand, right? And so, look, plus three fifty for twenty grand. Uh, with the Bills, that's pretty solid. Uh, same thing with the Eagles is pretty solid too, fellas. But, um, man, I'm going I Eagles. Can't tr- I'm going You're Eagles going because e- of yeah. the because of the NFC, and I get the one seed. Because as you know, we sit here say, today and talk, the Eagles figure to get the one seed. Yeah, when you say Eagles, I like it. But then Shane Steichen comes to, to my brain, and I'm like, <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. You remember Shane Steichen from UNLV? Yeah, he was a quarterback. Uh, yeah, 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 right, right. But he's yeah. running the UNLV offense. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Um, and I used to broadcast for the Rebels back in the day, and I, that offense. But look, the, the cast of characters he has running this offense yeah. is completely different. Uh, so that, there you go. But no, Jalen could win the MVP. That's pretty solid, yep. too, to be honest with you. The only thing about it uh, is, you know, when you get closer uh, to the NFC Championship, will Garoppolo be ready to go? Uh, and then that bolsters um, the 49ers. The 49ers I mean, roster is incredible. Hey, I know. A lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Pritch, yeah, you want to get nuts? You want to get nuts, Pritch? Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Go with Cincinnati. You know what? The Bengals uh, are winning. I, I'm calling it right now. The Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. wow. Watch out. Watch. So, sneaky good team about getting, I, I think is about to be on the verge of getting hot is Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Well, maybe. I mean, I, because... If you look at the, the profile, you know, Bosa getting closer and closer. Uh, same thing with their tackle, Slater, I believe. Uh, they got uh, Lindsey back. Um, and then Herbert's playing great football. I mean, there's few quarterbacks out yeah. there that can help you overlook deficiencies. We do that with Kansas City uh, and Patrick. We do that 
uh, right now with Josh Allen and a lack of running game. Josh Allen is almost the leading rusher uh, for Buffalo. We do that with Burrow and that offensive line even, right, Mitch, in terms mm -hmm. of the amount of sacks? Because a quarterback just supersedes all that. Justin Herbert, to me, it helps you to overlook the deficiencies uh, with the charges right now. So if they find themselves getting hot, that could be a dangerous team as they start to get healthy uh, into the playoffs. All right, my friend. Great to talk to you. Enjoy the game tonight. You too. Good luck to you, man. Right. That's awesome. Well, I got to get in there first. Uh, well, thank you. look. I'll let you know. Yeah. All right. I am. All right. I am. I, I feel good. I feel good. Good, good. That's awesome. I feel good. One thing I didn't mention yesterday. Oh, oh, wrinkle in the contest? What? No. Well, I just want to think it's important. Six through 12 pays the same. Oh, so it's all, what, 5,000? Yes. Meaning you got to go for it. Okay. You have yeah. to shove. What the hell's the difference? I would and also they, they tell all, you they that. They always do a chip count. They always let you know where you're at with the other people at the chip count. Six through 12 pays the same. You got to shove and go for it. You know, you really want, you really want number six. Because I, I think there's a big drop off from six to seven and beyond. Like, look the at the draft order right now. Yeah. If you come out of there with Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Niners, or Bengals, yeah. you're loving life. Then you got to get a little bit creative if you're, if you're sure. seven or below. Sure. There's also a wrinkle. Since we uh, talked yesterday, Evan, our buddy, dropped out. Cannot make it. Do they have a replacement for him? Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a VEASAN personality. Okay. That's so, another VEASAN personality. Okay, I got you. So it's not like they go, you go from, what is it, 16 overall? To 15, and they keep it so they're no, going to have a full well, 16 then? Yep. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good knows move. what happens. That's I mean, you're move. talking about people who bet 500 a hand in video poker and 20,000 a hand in a hand of blackjack. Yeah. Maybe the guy's just like, ah, the hell with I, I don't need a $5,000 super. Who never know right. how people are with money. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap. What a wild night in the association last night coming up here at Win Lose. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. The videos and tweets are uh, A-plus today. Let's start with the World Cup. France, Morocco, exact score, 2-0, 5-1. Great job, Nigel. France minus one. I thought they were outplayed, though, for much of that match. Morocco played well. And now the big one Sunday where France got the flu. A lot of guys are sick. That could play a factor. Did you notice the opening number across uh, the country for this uh, finale? Yeah, way too much respect. I, I, I like Argentina. Now, that's what Nigel said yesterday. He basically said if they open it up minus 110, you got to bet Argentina. They op- Some shops opened up um, France minus 125. Yeah. France to win both halves, plus 325. Hernandez, first goal, 18-1. to Canucks goal in the first 10 on the road continues. Took a minute yesterday, 16-0. How about that run? Beautiful. And what a night in the association with the points. Warriors, Pacers over, 235 up to 239. Pistons, Hornets over, 226 up to 230. That was 141 to 134 in overtime. Kings Raptors over 227 up to 232. That was 124 to 123. And as one uh, viewer pointed out, but he's right, you look at how many 35 point quarters did we have? At least 35. The Magic scored 50 in the first quarter against the Hawks. Yeah. Something going on in Atlanta. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Subscribe, be part of the team, VSIN Pro, our radio and podcast friends, eclectic mix as always. We hit every demographic. These are awesome. Look at the dog here. We see the baby's sleeping. And the dog realizes, oh, the feet are out. Right? Got to cover them up. Comes in with the nose. Got to help. It takes a little bit. 
but come in. I got I got to cover up the kid's feet, right? Got that? Yeah, he's chilly. Come I can back up. Right? Yeah, sure. And then there you go. Use the nose, and then cover up the little uh, the little feet there. And I got you. He looks around. Job well done. Here you go. That is great. How about this one? The, the owner's trying to get a nap in here, right? Trying to sleep. The dog, like, I want to go for a walk. The dog's having none of it. And he's growling. <laughs> now he's shaking him. Oh, my God. Wow, he's punching what? him. Wake up. Let's great. go. I, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh it's, it's, the second, it's the second time in a month I'm going to make this reference. It's uh -huh. what about Bob when Bill Murray won't wake up. Yeah. That is great. It's an unbelievable scene in that movie. That's a big guy. Yeah. He's nailing all that. Look yeah, at him. Yeah. All his might and force. Wake up. Come on. Uh, I would like to get a Rottweiler. Gonna I mean, get me in trouble. look at this with a Rottweiler. Don't go in the pool. Okay. You can't go in the pool. Don't Whatever tell you your do, don't go in the you pool. Wanna go? You want to go swimming? It's just okay. Fine. Go. <laughs> right in. Now, look at the guy in the corner. <laughs> Pitter patter. Yeah. You can't get enough of the water. You're gonna be tired by the time your mom gets home. That's the theme here with the water. We continue. What's this? Uh, what's this otter doing? Jumping on our boat here? What's this all about? I mean, he was in a hurry to jump in. Trouble in the sea. What do we what got was? here? Shark yeah. on the way. Oh boy. Oh yeah. There you go. That's a big boy. Your orca. He had to get out of there. Yeah, he, he, incoming. Okay. Incoming. All right, pal, you can sit down for a little while. That's a smart otter. He got the hell I jumped on that boat in a hurry, right? Because he knew what was coming. And uh, again, sticking with the water theme. And look at this. Good it was morning, Nigel. everyone. It's Nigel Seeley. A great night for us yesterday with Argentina winning 3-0 against Croatia in the first World Cup semi-final in the Lusau Stadium. Uh, tonight we move to the Alpiat. Oh, we go before. We move to the Alpiat Stadium where the big game, Morocco, uh, plays France. A huge, huge match. The French are the world champions. Very heavy favourites. We bet Rivers to win this game. The Moroccans have been the surprise he's, package. He's just going down the, the lazy Cup. river in the pool the whole time filming the, the thing. Thing. And, and now, did you see with his wife, he went down the slide and he filmed the whole thing too? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So he was going to come on today. Unfortunately, he can't. Nigel's on a yacht. Yeah. He's, he's living the good life, man. How about the hotel room? Oh, it looked amazing yesterday. Yeah. Uh, his breakdowns, by the way, this week have been just magnificent. Yes. Lose some Mavs, Cavs over 213 up to 217. 105 to 90 final. That was a loser. I'll put it under lose some, but it should be a win some. Right? And this is excellent. This was on social media. Ladies, 83 years old. She's at the McDonald's drive-thru. And she doesn't know what she wants, and she's taking her time, and the lady, the person behind her lays on the horn. And she, let's go. Come on. I have to go. Goes up, and she pays for the person behind her that was laying on the horn. Go back, looks over her shoulder in the rearview mirror, and realizes once the cashier tells her about what happened, she goes, oh, I'm embarrassed. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks for paying. Pay it forward. I appreciate you doing that. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I laid on the horn. Then she goes up. She shows both receipts and grabs her bag of food because she has to go all the way around and do the whole thing over again. And she said, I'm, and her final post was, I'm 83 years old. Don't honk at old people. We've been around for a while. It takes time. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Grabbed her food and the person's food behind her. Yeah, and yeah, said, grabbed it. Said, yeah, I paid for it. Here yep, you go. Give yep. it to me. Good luck, lady. Yep, you have to go all, you do the whole thing over again. Ho hopefully 30 cars were in line. Yep, there you go. And one lose some. I'm not a contrarian. I'm no, no Skip Bayless garbage here. I am what I am. I is what I is. I mean, I really, there's nothing I like more than getting fired up for a new TV show and it's excellent and you can knock out a whole season in two days, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm four episodes through season two of White Lotus. We got to do better. Oh, boy. Come on, people. It's average. It's an average show. And I maybe it's going to close strong with three episodes left, and I know you can see what's coming up and how the show started. This is everyone just raving about how good this is and its excellence. Of, you know, I, I cannot believe people are just going crazy. We were inundated, about how Paulie. About how good season two of White Lotus. But then again, we're on a bad run here as people. We're on a bad run for five years. There are people who actually think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. So I should have had my antenna up and realized, oh, well, i got to be careful here. I don't want to set the bar too high. It's okay. I trust nobody when it comes to TV shows. No, you can't. I realized that many years ago. You can't. No, and I'm, uh, I, I, I have one episode to go in season one. I will say that season one has gotten a little bit better. But to rave about this, uh, you must be desperate or hard up yeah. for content. Why are you like that? There are I, so, there's so much right. good television out there. And I, I got to, and this, she's the only, and this is why you didn't have to finish season one. Jennifer Coolidge is the only character that's in one and two. Okay. I can't stand her character. I, 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 I don't I don't think she's a good actress, and I don't, I hate that character. I hate, I can't stand the character in season yeah, it's one. Yeah, it's a dumb oh, character. I want to fast forward through it. That's what I did in season two. Yeah. I go, I don't care about this person and her whining and can't get it to win so, some, lose yeah. some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at BetRivers.com. There you go. There you have it. A couple people chiming in that they didn't like succession because also they couldn't, they didn't, the, the deplorable humans, deplorable that, people in succession. People love that show. Yes. Very I, popular. I, I never started that one. I always wanted to, but never got it's around good. to it. It's good. Brian Cox is outstanding. Okay. Is it, but if you, so it's worth it's worth going through the muck of season one if you don't like uh, the characters uh, yeah. to put up through it for what you're gonna get. Yes. Okay. Right. It gets very. Yeah, I I wasn't that impressed with one, but it gets. I I thoroughly enjoyed two and three. Overall numbers on the NBA from last night again via Elias Sports Bureau. NBA teams okay. averaged more than 119 points per game in 10 games last night. We've had 1,569 days in NBA history where at least 10 games were played. Wednesday was the highest scoring day of any of them. And the Warriors lost yet again on the road last night, and they may have lost Stephen Curry. We're going to find out, I think, probably today how bad the shoulder might be. I'm not. People are speculating. Everybody likes to play the role of doctor on social media, but um, that didn't look good for his shoulder last night. And he had 38, and nobody else did anything. I know Clay didn't play in that game last night, but there are ma- major concerns right now about the Warriors and the recent drafts, we'll put it that way. And the, yes. the, the, the lack of development of some of these younger players that they drafted. You know, they could have that's, had uh, Franz Wagner. Could that's, have had why, uh, one of the drafts. that's why Myers hasn't been extended, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Wiseman, top three pick in the D League. G League, well, I mean, you think about that. Who's the best team so. in the Western Conference right now? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I would take some futures on the Pelicans. Interesting. And we're getting close to Zion MVP talk, too. Uh, that's going to start to take off if... They got blown out the other night against Utah. They uh-huh. play again tonight in Utah. But if uh, if that team somehow is in the mix for the one seed, that might that might be real. If Curry misses a couple months, they're going to miss the playoffs. I would agree with that. I'd be looking today at yes, no playoff. But That's search right. that today. Search, dig deep. Search for Clippers seven to one to win the Pacific. You can find it. Suns are a mess right now. I like Denver. Should win the division. Deep postseason run. Uh, well, you got Joker and Murray to start. That's a hell of a start. Yeah. Uh, it's it's wide open, wide open. I think the again I brought this up yesterday. I bet it. You can find it. It's at circa. 
Again, Circa is in like four states, but if you live in a state where Circa has the app available, they're offering Clippers 11-1 to 1 to win the title. Clippers, if they get well, fully healthy in yeah. April, uh, they, they are probably the best team in the Western Conference. Wide open. Which, come on, Polinka. Come on, Genie. Make that move. Because now you got Dallas in the sweepstakes for Bogdanovich, maybe, too. You know, that's, that's Lakers, another It's one. right there for the Lakers. They make a nice trade. They can that's do another this. one. They, last week, uh, 10 days ago, the Lakers, we talked about this. They you, were 94-1 to 1 to win the NBA title. F- split that in half to win the Western Conference. Yep. They make a move. Right. If AD's going to play like this. Now, both things were true in the game the other day. There were huge comebacks. The Lakers were getting buried down 18 in the, in the third quarter. And then they, they led by 13 late. And that was in the second half alone. Our in-pocket plays, what we're betting, coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, here we go. Uh, We had a push with the total yesterday, and we lost the prop bet. No goal in the first 33 minutes. France scores five minutes in. And then, my God, is this going to be the final score? But there were plenty of chances. And I thought they got outplayed. They were fortunate. And now you find out this business where several guys are sick. Uh, you got to take Argentina Sunday, I think. Uh, you got to take Argentina. Yeah, I think I'm going to be adding Argentina, even though we have them already in the future market. That's right. Don't be a moron. Bet more on it. Uh, some props graded before the tournament. The nil-nil for the tournament was four and a half. That flew over. I had the under. You know what the that, final result was of that? I, I it, it went over in six days. That's right. Uh, it, hat tricks under two and a half, one minus one fifty. Assuming we don't have, I mean, you have to take, you'd have to have two hat tricks here. Uh, they're going to close, have, but by the way, they're going to have to move that number on the prop in twenty twenty six. You can't put up two and a half on no, no, hat tricks. I know. Can't do that. Very difficult. Absolutely. Uh, other props. They had, remember they had up with someone score seven goals in the tournament. That's right. You have Messi and Mbappe with five. That's going to take a lot to get there. Red cards was eight and a half. Another not one. even close. No, not even another. No. Yeah, sniff it. That's right. Vikings lane four Saturday against the Colts. Colts off the bye. Long hair, don't care. I think the Vikings bounce back. And uh, is it Donatel, the DC on the hot seat now? They can't stand him in Minnesota. The scheme yep. horrendous. Stop with this stuff where you, you're playing off by eight yards. Stop it. And I'm, I'm with you with the, you know, you're looking at eleven to one here at Circa with the Bengals in, in a. We survived tonight. The draft is Saturday night here for the Blackjack Tournament. I mean, uh, I'd certainly like the Bengals. What, let me get this straight. One team is 10-1 and one ATS. And the other team's on a 1-8-1 and one ATS run or 1-9-1. and one. Yeah. Give me the hot team. Give me the Bengals. Mike. Copy that. Okay. So, I'm going to go longest. It's a prop tonight. Look, um, in the Super Contest, where I am uh, 43-25-2. and two. I am uh, three points out of fifth right now. Oh, the bad beats loom large now. But it's, You had so many of them early. Well, I, I'm sure that I had some lucky wins, though, too. I'll right. go back. I, I should go back and look. Ah, that's I, true. You don't hear about those. I know. I don't, I don't really sit there and tell you about the lucky wins that <laughs> oh, I got. Who are you, Rick flip. Esposito? Are you Rick Bow? Ah, God, everything huh, goes against me. The beats I um, but I would tell you that if the Seahawks were three and a half in the Super Contest, I would really consider that as a play. They made the Niners three, though. Oh, so I'm not going to touch it tonight. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to bet longest reception, Tyler Lockett, over 22 and a half. Ran this down a little bit earlier. 
Going back, his longest reception in previous games, 27, 34, 40 yards. When you look at the overall numbers, Seattle's offense, they have really, really good numbers pretty much across the board. Well, most of that can be balanced out because the Niners are better in those categories. The one where the Niners are not great is explosive pass percentage. The Seahawks are third this year in the entire league on offense. The defense for the Niners, they're 17th. And if you go back and count how many times they've allowed like what would be considered explosive plays or long receptions, they've had 11 games this year where the longest reception was at least 27 yards in that game, and several games it was multiple times. I mean, just two weeks ago against Miami, and they got playmakers clearly, but they allowed a 75 and a 45-yard reception. Against Tampa last week, it was 32 yards to Godwin. In Arizona, 47 yards. The Chiefs game, it was big play after big play. The Bears game, in week one, they had a 51-yard reception. So it's like all these games, I, I would go Goodwin here for the Seahawks, but I can't trust the volume. His number is 16 and a half for the longest reception. I think Lockett gets the volume tonight, so I'll take one of those to go over 22 and a half yards. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. Good one tonight. And uh, the fact that Seattle has owned San Francisco. They beat them 10 of the last 11 at home. They're 17 and 4 against them since 2012. The Niners haven't swept them since 2011. And then you know, Purdy, Purdy expected to play, but if he can't go, then it's Josh Johnson, who other than two games last year hadn't played since 2018, but has played with half the league. Uh, and then number one defensively in points per game allowed against number 30 in this one. And the Seattle running attack, the rushing attack has gone bye-bye, and they can't stop a, the run at all. The last four games on the ground, they've been outgained 223-46, to 46, 171-90, to 90, 283 to 65. Oh, God. And 160 to 40. Who'd they give up 283 to? It was the Raiders. The That's Jacobs right. Game. Jacobs game. So something has gone horribly wrong here since the bye. Oh. And if they don't win this game tonight, they're missing the playoffs. They, oh, yeah. They, they go to Kansas City. That's a loss. And then Jets and Rams at home. The Jet game could go either way. Incidentally, I want to see what happens if it's Zach Wilson Sunday, who's because Mike White was limited in practice. I still think a White will play. But imagine if it's Wilson now. Oh, the, with, the, uh, with the Lions madness going on right now in the country. I, I bet <laughs> the Jets plus one based on the thought that Mike White's going to play. That can come back to haunt me if he doesn't. That'd be something. The Lions, by the way, I said this earlier to Mike Pritchard. I they are the they're in the top four right now in the NFC. Yeah. Again, better than the Vikings, better than the yeah. Giants, better than the Commanders. So for those, this is a good tweet from Jake. Two out of the four teams got to get in. Lions. Seattle. Washington, mm-hmm. and the Giants. Two the, of those four have to get in? Two of those four, yeah, because the Packers yeah. are so far Packers up against the, it right yeah, now. They have right? to win out, and then the tiebreakers, and they have to go to Miami, right? The Lions, right. to me, are clearly better than the other three teams. Yes. But can they, like, this week is tough? People ripped Dable. He did the right thing. The tie is enormous. You can't lose that game. Oh, no, no, at home. To play for the tie They wanted him to go move. for it. Fourth and sure. He punted. And right. Then, they just the clock ran out, mm-hmm. but uh, and and then Heineke making the Superman play on fourth down, which led to the game tying drive. I mean that that's a big game Sunday night. But this, if you just if you had a winner and a loser in that game, it completely changes the playoff it picture does. too. Yep, because Detroit beat them beat them both. That's another scenario for your Lions. Yep. So as for tonight again, Brock Purdy, he does have the oblique. Yep, he was limited all week in practice. Uh, we don't know, quite frankly, yet if he's going to play tonight. Assuming that he does, 
the number is still like around three. If he doesn't, well, and Josh Johnson has to go, where does that number go? Does it stay at three? Does it come down a little bit? How, what's the drop-off from Purdy to Josh? What if yeah. what if that happens and Josh Johnson gets hurt? Who's the emergency quarterback? Oh, boy. McCaffrey you're, to run Wildcat? You're on Wildcat? Was, oh, boy. I actually would like that. Can you imagine? Against the Seahawks defense. If it's, I, I said it earlier, but imagine if it's Johnson tonight and they win the game and then they wrap up the division. Yeah. Four-string quarterback. So this is Brock Purdy. He has swag. There's no doubt about it. He talked uh, to the media this week about playing with confidence. I've sort of hit on this before, but it's not, you know, something like, you know, I'm going to go out and be this guy just because I've played now. Um, it just comes with the position. I know that everyone wants to win in this organization, and I want to do what it takes to, to win. And so if that means, you know, getting guys' attention, I'm in the huddle at practice or walk through, whatever it is, um, I just want to do my part. And that being a quarterback, that comes with it. So, um, again, it's not something I think about, like, oh, I'm going to go out today and practice and show guys. It's nothing like that. It's getting guys' attention and doing what it takes to win. And if that's jumping on guys that are veterans, that's, if that's what it takes, it's what it takes. So that's how I look at it. He's going to get carted for alcohol for the next 10 years. Absolutely. Minimum. He absolutely is. Yep. No question. Again, perfect scenario to me here again is if Purdy can't play, we find out that news, the market goes crazy, the point spread drops, that's when I'm going to come in and fire on the 49ers. Because they can win this game with, with Brock Purdy or with Josh Johnson, in my opinion. They're the better. It's the, the difference here between the defenses. And the, again, the Shanahan is very good, obviously, in offense. Just run the football the entire time. You're going to be okay. During the break, I bet the under. Primetime game unders, divisional game unders, been sick run the whole season. And you have a Mr. Irrelevant making his first road start. And the place will be up for grabs. They know the season's on the line. Mm-hmm. Hostile environment, conservative game plan. Niners uh, will run the ball. That's the game plan. I think, I think get Walker involved. Something there. Carroll's conservative to begin with, mm-hmm. right? No, no points. First five and a half minutes. One eighty tonight. Ooh, can't do it. You're not going to do that one. No, I don't think Walker does anything. No, he won't. Now, again, I said this earlier. If, if Walker does have a really good game, let's say, like, what's a really good game today? I'll, I'll throw 80 yards and a touchdown out there. All right. The odds, Against his defense? Yes. yes, that is good. Yeah. The the odds will definitely move in his favor to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year after this game. Yep. They'll have to. That would only make sense. Hmm. Again, the, the one market where I just have absolutely no clue who's going to win that thing. And I, I could, could not recommend a bet there with a gun to my head. Enormous game. Niners could still get the two seed. That's in play. Yep. Yeah, they can overtake Minnesota. Yes, they can. I'll tell you what. I said they have the tiebreaker. They have a better conference record. Your uh, again, your blackjack tournament starts tonight with that snake draft. I, Paul, there's a chance the Vikings don't even go. Twelve people are going to have a future ticket. I don't know if the Vikings go. I think I'd rather take a shot with somebody like the Chargers. Our buddy Fitz ruled them out. Uh, for 12 teams. He doesn't consider Minnesota a possibility of winning the Super Bowl. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, it could be the two seed. Think about that. This is wild. They could be the two seed and they might go undrafted. I almost got into it with Dan uh, during the break. Dan wants me to take adamant about Kansas City. <laughs> Too many landmines in the AFC. If you get number one overall. If I get number one, excuse me. Yes, okay. I, I got to go Eagles. Have to go Eagles if you, get the, if you win it. Fantasy football, Paul Charchian. Uh, Hall of Famer coming up here on the program. Sure. Who does he like tonight? Who does he not like? Player props. Also, the playoffs begin this week.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get up to Bet Rivers, your home for soccer and all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Football, hockey, basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Great promotions and house specials. 
Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance. They're calling all soccer fans for this weekend. Third place game and then the championship Argentina-France on Sunday. Whole new game at Bet Rivers. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program now with guillotineleagues.com. You can read the write-ups there for uh, the rankings every single week. Uh, we run down a lot of that stuff during our discussions for player props for every single primetime game. Uh, Charch, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. Tonight's game is a huge game for division purposes, for yes-no playoff odds. If the Seahawks lose this game, I think they're probably going to miss the playoffs. Mm. Uh, who do you trust tonight from a couple of different perspectives here? Like Kenny Walker has been injured going against this best, you know, the best defense in the entire league. But also then who steps up with no Debo Samuel on the, on the San Francisco side? Yeah, so many things to touch on here. So let's talk about the Debo part of it, right? So he leaves behind eight touches a game and beyond that, a couple of extra targets a game. Um, I think there's two guys that I think have an opportunity to step up here and fill that boy. Christian McCaffrey's, you know, beyond Christian McCaffrey, that I think is pretty obvious, who will get some extra run, especially here. Uh, but also, George Kittle. Seattle's allowed the fourth most yards to tight ends, 14 yards per reception, which is gi- a gigantic number for <laughs> tight ends. And Kittle's certainly good, able to make good on that. Kittle smoked Seattle in their most recent meeting. They haven't played yet this year. It was last their most recent meeting of last year. Nine catches, 181 yards, two touchdowns for George Kittle against Seattle in that most recent meeting. The over-under line here is just 38 and a half receiving yards, which feels highly doable for George Kittle. We'll hit the over on that. Then here's your sneaky play with Debo out. The guy, Debo runs from the slot a lot. The guy who's going to pick up those spots is Juwan Jennings. They're normally, they're, they're ostensibly like their third-ish receiver. And his individual matchup in the slot is very positive. He goes up against the other Kobe Bryant. Uh, Bryant ranks his pro football focus is 96th coverage cornerback. He's allowing an opposing passer rating of 105, a completion percentage of 75%. And also, by the way, Juwan Jennings is a pretty good player. And so I see him stepping up here, um, and that's that's another angle I like a lot. And then Jordan Mason is one other guy who's going to get some extra carries, and he's looked good. He's averaging over five yards per carry. They're not going to run Christian McCaffrey into the ground into any of these regular season games. So that's another angle for you as well. The kid's been great so far. What do you expect out of Purdy in his first road start? Leave it to the NFL to come up with these amazing storylines, right? I mean, they just it just falls into the NFL's lap, these here we are. It's it's Geno Smith who's going to win the comeback player of the year against Brock Purdy. You know, the whole Mr. Irrelevant thing, powering a playoff-bound team, these wins. Hey, but Purdy was so good last week, they rested him in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's yeah. staggering to think about. <laughs> By the way, another another storyline for tonight, the earlier matchup between these teams, uh, Seattle, uh, they – that Trey Lance's season, I, I mistakenly said they hadn't played yet this year. It was Kittle who did not play in that game mm-hmm. earlier this year. Uh, they had met. That was the game Trey Lance got knocked out of. And they had to go to Jimmy Garoppolo off the bench when he hadn't been practicing with the team. All that went down. So this is the rematch here. Um, anyway. Oh, and I've got a great stat for you on Brock Purdy. Can I throw this at you? Yes. Second quarter last week, he threw two touchdown passes Outside the numbers and more than 20 yards, Jimmy Garoppolo had done it two times in two years. Wow. <laughs> How about that, right? that? Okay. There you oh, go. 
Yeah, baby. I'm on board with I'm on board with Brock Purdy. I think the kid's legit. He's looked very good. And as always, this is what we always said with Jimmy Garoppolo. Just get the ball in the hands of your playmakers and let them go be special. And Brock Purdy's proven he can do that. All right, yeah. excellent. I'm not on board if you Walker's not going to get anything going. Coming off the ankle yeah. injury? Mm-mm. No, I'm not touching it. And yeah. weird ankle injury at that. You know, they said he stuck the ankle, whatever that means. Um, so even before last week's before the injury. He had failed to top 40 rushing yards in back-to-back games, and it was three in a row with the injured game. San Francisco giving up just a total of 57 rushing yards in totality per game, and Walker won't get all of the work. Um, They're third in rushing touchdowns allowed. They're first in yards per carry at 3.2 yards per carry. Factor in the prospect of of a re-injury for Kenneth Walker, and I'm not getting near that 50 and a half yards. We'll, we'll safely go under that. Here's some other runners who have failed to get to 50 and a half yards against San Francisco. You ready? Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, David Montgomery, and Kenneth Walker earlier this year. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm playing. I'm, I'm in the uh, you know in the semifinals right now in one of my bigger leagues. And the guy that I'm playing, he sat down. I looked at his roster last night. He actually moved Walker to his bench. Yeah. I told Paul earlier in the show, I'm begging for him to put him back in the starting lineup for tonight because I don't think he does anything. So it is a very important week now. The playoffs yep. are upon us in pretty much, you know, in most leagues anyway across the yes. country. Some difficult matchups so to look at. Now, Austin Eckler, believe it or not, he might lead. He's seven receptions behind Tyreek Hill for the lead in, in catches overall. <laughs> but he could amazing. lead the league this year, which is nuts. But going against his Tennessee defense, running the ball, is, is he going to do anything? Because they shut down almost everybody as well. They do. This is an awesome run defense that I think is being largely overlooked right now, in part because... Tennessee's not winning a lot of games, but Titans allowed the second fewest rushing yards and the second fewest touchdowns to opposing running backs. They just held uh, Jacksonville's Travis Etienne to 32 yards on two yards per carry. Now you you hit the the receiving part of this is the, is is where you can really make up some ground though for Eckler. Tennessee giving up the second most receptions to running backs, and as you just highlighted, this is obviously where he's great. Seven different backs have caught at least five passes against the Titans this year. And that seems like a lock for Eckler here. So a nice opportunity through the air, but we'll be wary on the ground. And Eckler does have a lot of these like 20, 30, 40 yard rushing games um, that would have been largely you know, overlooked because of his re- receiving prowess. And this feels like another one of those coming. Okay. I can't believe I'm going to throw this out there, but are you telling me that Patrick Mahomes is mm-hmm. maybe in for a mm-hmm. tough week against Houston? Houston? This is the amazing thing about Houston. And, and it, nobody would guess. I don't think there's anybody listening that doesn't already know, that would guess Houston's allowed the fewest passing touchdowns in the NFL, 11, less than one per game. And, you know, this is they've been a problem for opposing quarterbacks. Just ask Dak Prescott from last week. And part of the reason is because they're a terrible run defense. So, you know, everybody always always running on them. And here comes the Chiefs. But the Chiefs aren't exactly channeling Priest Holmes right now, right? Isaiah Pacheco's a good back. Mm -hmm. He's getting, you know, like 15, 18 carries a game. But the other, like, 40 plays, probably I'll go through Patrick Mahomes' arm here, but that hasn't always resulted in a lot of scoring. Even the quarterbacks that have thrown the ball 36 or more times are still averaging just one touchdown pass against Houston. They've got the one thing they seem to be able to do, stop the pass. Yeah. yeah. What, what, to tie that in, though, what's your with the advice now that it's playoff time, yeah. about how would you feel, though, if you, if you didn't start Mahomes and he goes crazy? Should you just... Who, who you know started the the marquee players and why you're in this position to begin well, with? Or see, what's your I'm, best I'm, advice? That's a great that is a great question, right? So there's so many fantasy owners that are like, oh my God, if I bench Patrick Mahomes and I gotta live with myself okay. all offseason, I you know, kill me now. 
you know what? You freaking cowards. Go play the best. Whoever you think is going to score the most points. You know, I think you got to just, if you've got a better alternative on your bench, like you feel like Matt Ryan against the Viking okay. is ultimately going to be a better play. You know what? Just go have the stones to put the guy on the on your on your lineup that you think is going to do best. You know, to hell with pedigree. Great players have down games, and this might be one of them. Yeah. So you're calling, me, you're calling me a coward. I, I considered Goff over Mahomes last week in a two-quarterback league, but I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, well, like, you know, case in point. Uh, you know, you're a coward. <laughs> um, you know, but it's a little different when you're in the playoffs, right? So right. the playoffs, well, yeah. you, you know, you first you know, lose and your season's over, and that's when that's when the backsides on a lot of these fantasy owners get really puckered when they're in it, yeah. you know, when it's winning in and, you know, losing them out. Charge like 90 seconds here. Do you think Matt Ryan actually, I mean, the Vikings defense, they're a total train wreck right now. Does Matt Ryan actually look good this week? I think he, why not? The Here's the last seven non-Heineke quarterbacks to face the Viking. 329 yards, 326 yards, 330, 307, 382, 369, and 330 yards. Oh my. And it's not like they've, they've faced a lineup that's been all Patrick Mahomes. These are a lot of middling passers in, in, throughout this time. And, you know, this is a great opportunity for Matt Ryan. His over-under line is 50 and a half. He hasn't seen 150 yards since before his benching by Frank Reich. But the Vikings have allowed over 250 in seven of the past eight, as I just mentioned. So the opportunity will certainly be there against a very wobbly Vikings secondary. The Vikings do true or false. The Vikings do absolutely nothing in the playoffs this year. I, I hate to say it, but the, the way it looks right now, it's true. Yeah. Uh, the it's website. A, a, yeah. Yep. One win. League. Maybe one win. That's it. Okay. GuillotineLeagues.com. Click on Charts Ranks. It's a beautiful rundown and write-ups of all these players. If you're looking for player props, and if you want to see who he would start in fantasy leagues, there you go. It's, the rankings are all set up for you. And also the podcast. Don't forget about that. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. Uh, we're coming to an end of year number 28 for the podcast, Charge. Is that right? Yeah, I know. Wow. Jeez, so old. Yes, 28 you, years. Are, are you like us? Do you get a little teary-eyed this time of year? The regular season's almost done. Um, I get to, I'm like, oh, thank God it's almost over. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> You're so busy this it's time of year. It's a grind, my man. All right, Charge. Great talking, as right, always. Good we'll luck this week. talk to you week. two more times. There All you right, go. See you later. Yep, here. And uh, best of luck with your bets tonight. If you missed any of the show, you can go back and find the Follow the Money podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.